Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Stacy Personally Speaking, where my thoughts become known. This is season one, episode 155 of the Journey 365 series. Today's episode is about before morning, no rainwear, and the lost, not it. I was awake before five o'clock this morning and I didn't go back to sleep. In fact, as I lay there very awake, I thought back to my childhood when we would have to get up extra early to prepare for day trips to the country. I was less than amused, but went along with it. I wondered why God had awoken me so early and my mind went to the fish. Okay, I could do that. I had initially planned to scale and got the fish after I returned from the meeting I had at two o'clock. That meant at around four o'clock but I had already been treading dangerous waters, not having at least gutted the fish from Tuesday. But anyway, I went into the kitchen and by just about six o'clock, I was done cleaning all three fish. They were huge. And at that time of the morning, I was trying my best not to make too much noise. I knew my temperament had not been fully calm and this I believe also contributed to me waking up so early. I had been further sent into a flurry of unnecessary thoughts last night when I'd seen an email from the teacher who had helped me in the first semester. It was after 10 p.m. when the email came in and I had just settled into bed. The email contained a more level-appropriate worksheet for high schools and an apology. I had asked for the worksheets from before the summer holiday had started, but had gotten no response for six weeks. Inside, I was fuming, but there seemed to be a sort of restraint that was external to me. This restraint was also giving me peace that is unprecedented for the way I have been feeling and reacting to things. I finished up in the kitchen, cleaned up as best as possible, then sat at my work computer. After examining the new worksheets in contrast to the older worksheets, I thought of trying to infuse them. I thought it would have been a much faster process but I didn't finish until minutes to seven. It was late and I had not had my devotions. My mind was going as to what to do next, so I decided to go and have a shower and start getting ready. As I was getting ready, I had in my mind to make the smoothie as quickly as possible and try to get in some prayer and devotion time. But it never happened. I managed to make a smoothie and have it and it was a good thing I did because that's all I had until I got back home after four o'clock. I left home at about 7.53 this morning by bicycle. It was forecasted to rain throughout the day but I decided to ignore that and still ride my bicycle. 
I left out much earlier because I knew I was going to have to print and then make copies. But I was also hoping to at least be able to quiet my spirit and read a scripture or two. That didn't happen. I barely had enough time to make all the copies and get myself to the classroom with about five minutes to spare. When I got to the classroom, it was absolutely filthy. I was besides myself. I didn't want to touch anything and yet I had no time nor did I know where the cleaning tools were at that time. But this totally threw me off guard. The students had only returned to school yesterday, Wednesday, and today was my first day. I must say, the classes started off fairly well. It was quite fun and interesting getting the students to type the address, the online address, to access the lesson I had prepared. Some were typing in the search engine instead of the web address bar, even though I had stressed it many times. There were small P's written for Q's and small letters where there should have been capital letters. I wasn't the only one having a laugh at their expense because I had no knowledge of how to operate an iPad, let alone one with a Japanese interface. They had their brief moments of fun at my expense too. I had to get help from a student to turn on the lock orientation and to type in numbers I couldn't figure it out. Once we all got over those hurdles, the class pretty much flowed as well as could be. I realized I had a lot of material, as the students reminded me that their pace and my pace did not equate. The online activity was pretty long and demanded a lot, but I believed it was a good practice to get them back into thinking and writing in English. I'm hoping to get the matter of the room being cleaned addressed, but I didn't have that time today. It seemed as if most of the students were being dismissed after the fourth period, which is when my class, my last class ends. I thought about the extra photocopying that I wanted to do, but decided to hold off on the class worksheets. I had only made a hundred copies of each of the four pages, leaving me needing about 40 more each. While the classes were going on, it had started to rain. In fact, I had actually been miserably hot in the classroom, even with the aircon on at 20 degrees. But the truth is, several windows were open for ventilation's sake and it was really warm outside. I didn't experience any breathing difficulty, thank God, or notice the air becoming dense. I was just very hot. And so I concluded that it must have been the rain. This rain continued even as I was getting ready to leave to make my two o'clock appointment. It was a light shower intermittently. Then it got hard, then it went back to falling lightly. I stood by my bicycle in the school's bicycle parking area, wondering to ride or not to ride. I still don't have a proper raincoat or rain wear and I don't have an umbrella stand for my bicycle. I think an umbrella stand on my bicycle would not work very well because of its sporty design but 
but I still should try. I was going to ride the 10 minutes in the rain to the train station. And so I did. I put on my cap and my windbreaker and started the journey. The rain was moderately falling, but my windbreaker got quite a bit wet and also my pants. Not to mention my shoes, which were all speckled when the rain had finally stopped falling. It has been obvious from the past couple of days, and maybe even longer, that my mind has not been altogether here. I jumped on a train and headed several stops away, only to realize that I had gone to the wrong place. My most recent job acquisition was located at a different place from the actual office of the company that hired me. I had gotten these confused, thinking they were one and the same. Not only had I confused them, but I had also not paid keen attention to the details contained in the emails sent by the person I was meeting at two o'clock. So there I was, lost, or rather, unable to find the place I needed to be at. I had no number for the person I was meeting with, and so I tried to call the person that had hired me, which had included the person I was meeting with in the interview. That call, however, went unanswered, and so I sent an email to the person with a picture of where I was that I should meet. I pondered for several minutes whether I should try to make my way to where I thought was to be the location, but the time, by the time I did decide, I got a call from the person I was meeting with. Ah, oh, thank God. I was right at the subway station. So instead of being much earlier for my meeting as I had planned, I had in fact arrived late. And I wasn't even aware that starting today, I would be clocking in. I can't remember if I've ever used this system throughout my working life. Hmm. The meeting went pretty well and I was in and out in the space of an hour, as promised. The new job had become real. Another job. The space and the atmosphere were fantastic. Vibrant and colorful and surrounded by nature as a park was nearby. A huge park. I got a bit more acquainted with the admin staff for a few extra minutes, then navigated my way back to the subway station, managing to almost get lost again underground. You can imagine. I was tired and hungry and not thinking straight. I still had a 30 minute bike ride to get home after the 10 minute subway station ride. I had parked my bicycle in a different section, not so close to the station. So I had to navigate my way to trying to remember where exactly I had left my bicycle. By the time I had gotten to my bicycle, it had started raining again. I took off my jacket and replaced it with my windbreaker. I added the cap to my head to complete the protective wear and headed off to home. When I got home, it was almost 4.30. I was sweaty and I was also wet from the rain. And so I stripped and allowed the fan to just blow on me. While I ate, an apple 
I was absolutely famished. I had thought about trying to eat the apple I packed in my bag several times. But there wasn't an ideal opportunity presented, especially with the rain that kept starting and stopping. My mind was on stretching my legs and my back, but also on shower and food. The latter two took precedence. I set my mind on completing three things before heading to bed. One, making dinner. Two, writing today's blog entry. And three, doing my devotion before going to bed. Dinner comprised of steamed fish and stale rice and peas. This rice and peas had been taken out of the freezer about three days too early, even though it was still in the fridge. But it tasted great and went quite nicely with my steamed fish. I managed to answer a few emails, even though that was not a part of the plan. All I can say is, God be praised for keeping me in my right frame of mind. And I gave my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceived that this also is vexation of spirit, for in much wisdom, is much grief and he that increaseth knowledge increaseth sorrow ecclesiastes 1 verses 17 to 18 a part of my devotion reading last night hello everyone and welcome to my podcast stacy personally speaking where my thoughts become known.